Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. And hello, hello, I almost forgot to say hello here. Welcome to Sedona Talk Radio, and welcome to my show, Our Wondrous World, with me, Helena Steiner-Hornstein. Today I'm speaking to you from the United States. I've been away for quite a long time in Europe and uh, enjoyed summer and uh, early fall there. And it was, uh, you know, very beautiful in every way. I met as usual wonderful people, some new, some of my old friends. And uh, we had um, very, I went through all kinds of new experiences. There were new types of lectures and, again, always new insights. Anyway, it's great to be on the move, and this is how you learn what's going on in the world. You know, um, I have, in the meantime, received quite a few questions coming into my mailbox or questions that people ask me when I'm traveling, and they're usually quite interesting questions, and sometimes I kind of write them down, or if you email them to me, I kind of pick them up. So I'm going to go into some questions today. And uh, a couple of them are really quite interesting, I think. So hang on here. And again, Helena Steiner-Hornstein, I am uh, giving uh, coaching sessions and healing sessions over the telephone, over Skype, or just one-on-ones on, on, you know, online, on the telephone. So um, it works quite well, uh, not having to see you, so to speak, for both parties. You don't have to travel to see me, and you don't have to travel back after you have seen me, which is the best part of it. You can stay home. And how does it work so well, you know, like this long distance? Well, this is, again, the wonders of science, of quantum physics, that we all belong to the same universe, And inside of this universe, we all vibrate with a certain kind of frequency. And now through the higher intention, I can pull you into my frequency and we kind of melt together within the same frequency. And now I can read you. And you can even, sometimes some people say, oh, I can feel me, you're touching my stomach. And I say, yes, I was just checking on your liver, for instance. And they can feel that because, in fact, there is no difference. Everything is here and now. Everything is here in this very moment. And I'm working on this principle. And I'm also working on the I am, the light principle. And that is that within you and within me and within each one of all of us, In this incredible universe, there is this sparkle of energy. I call it the sparkle of light, the God light within each one of us. And that God light shines at all times. It listens to all your wishes and your needs. It also listens to your problems. But if you have a problem that keeps on going on in your mind, 
all the time, that problem is just increasing in strength because, you know, that power listens to you. But once you send it light, wow, it will blow up. And I mean, it will get, not blow up, blow up, but it will increase in ability and in strength. And that wish that is in the light will just have a very big chance of coming true. You know, so what I notice in in the world when I'm traveling is that everywhere you have the media. And the media is delivering all kinds of bad and cruel information what's going on in the world. It never talks about the good things. It's even it, it's not even allowed, I believe, to talk about the good things. It's boring news. So it has to be all that bad news. And I'm wondering sometimes, what the hell are we doing? And excuse my choice of word there, but what the heck is going on? Why have we made that such a big thing to follow, all the bad stuff? How do we allow it to happen? And there are people out there who come and criticize those who do good. And like myself and like other healers, and talk about us as being bad influence when we only do good and we speak about the love and light within us and around us. So are we nuts? No, we are not. We have just been programmed to be a certain way and we listen subconsciously to that programming in the media of all kinds, not only the written media, but TV, radio, we have it all the time. Well, as you listen to me now, but I'm saying, no, this is a good world. And I mean this, this is a good world. It is a world so full of wonders, but it is a difficult world. And you make it to be what you want it to be. You know, you make a very important part of all this. It's important who you are and how you think and how you act. Yes, it really counts. So um, wherever you are, you have created a world that is yours. Oh, not me. You know, I was given all this bad stuff. I can hear this from some people. Oh, no, it's my husband's fault or my wife's fault or my children, if they are like that always, I cannot be happy. And I still say, well, it's still your world. You can make things better around you. I have lived in a difficult relationship or in several difficult relationships, but I made them into, you know, good relationships. It takes a lot of work. Eventually, you don't have to stay in it. You can move away from it. And there is a chance for you, usually, in our free world, to go away. Oh, it's so hard. I cannot do that. Who's going to pay my bills? Yeah, it's hard. I know. I tried it. It's very, very hard. But, you know, once you try it and you succeed, wow, that's so powerful. It's beyond any kind of incredible I am feeling. It is so rewarding and you feel so unbelievably wealthy. Yes, rich. This is being rich in conquering your problems. All that, you know, money. And I know 
money is great to have. I love money, of course. Everyone should like money, but not to turn it into their gods. You can do so much for your money. You can help people with your money. You can do good with your money all the time. It's not a selfish thing with money. It shouldn't be, at least, although this is the way it has turned into being. This is the power now that rules us. People do things for money. It is actually the devil in our world, money. But it could also be the good world. So, whatever you have and whatever you have, you have probably created and I'd like to mention a little story. And I remember it from way back when I lived in Germany and I heard many stories from people there. Europeans are maybe, or at least at that time, we were more storytellers to, than we are today. Today we have the media, we have the Internet, we have TV, and, of course, we had TV too. But life has gone in a new direction, so stories is not the big thing. But you tell stories about your own experience and so on. And I'm now going to tell you about Heidi and her German family and how she turned a difficult situation into roses, if we can say it that way. She was married to uh, her German husband, who was a doctor, and they had two children, an ideal family in many ways. Uh, But they went to Africa on a mission. He was going to help people, you know, as being a, a doctor, and she was a nurse. And uh, they were in this country in Africa. I don't even remember what it was anymore. It probably has changed name anyway since that time. And suddenly there was a war going on. And they got, in, they got stuck in some forgotten little place, a little village somewhere in Africa, and they had to hide there because of the surrounding war. They were white, they were in they were Europeans. They were targeted somehow and they had to stay away from those troops. So they lived in constant fear of being discovered by fighting troops who were out to kill all foreigners. This is certainly and this was certain not a wonderful world. But it was still a world of wonders because now was Christmas and they had absolutely nothing going for it. They were in that little hut. But the mother was determined to create a beautiful memory for her family in spite of the difficult times. It could even be the last Christmas or the last day they could be together. They simply didn't know They lived in this constant fear. So here she said to herself, how can I make this a memorable Christmas for my family? So she kind of went out a little bit outside of the village, not far, they didn't move away that far. But she found an old tree, a dried out tree lying on the ground. And she kind of brushed it off and, took it back to her place and she found a little container, some kind of little metal container, filled it with rocks and now she had a tree. And she decided to decorate this old dried out tree and turn it into a Christmas tree. 
She walked around the village and she found a little bit of red fabric. And she had scissors. And she found other little things. And somewhere on trees she found little berries. And she found some string. And what she did now, she just cut little ribbons out of the fabric and tied little bows all over this dried out tree. And she would start to hang up the fruit she had found. Little berries, you know, probably poisonous. I don't know. She didn't mention that. And other little things that meant something to them. And she had created this Christmas tree. She kept it hidden away from them until it was dinner time. She had also managed to get some kind of candles. And now she had a table. She had a room with that Christmas tree and the table with candles. And her family entered the room and saw all this. And they were just stunned what she had produced for them for their Christmas celebration. They went. To, they stood around a little Christmas tree. It was probably not very big, and in a circle, and held each other's hands. And now they started to hum. They didn't dare sing out loud. They started to hum, "Holy Night," you know, "Quiet Night." What is it called? You know, the the Christmas song, and uh, "Silent Night," "Holy Night." And the mother said, Heidi said, now let's all make a wish in our hearts. And they were holding hands and humming, silent night, holy night. And it was very beautiful, she said. They created the moment of a new energy, of hope and of love and of light. And it was amazing. That made them kind of change the whole energy, not only within each one of them, but also in the whole room where they were. And things changed. I don't know if it was that they sent out a message, if their wishes had been to get us out of here. But the miracle happened. They were actually saved only a couple of days later and taken out of the country you know, very quickly, and they were saved, and they haven't been back to that country since. Because she said, no, she didn't want to try to push her luck again. But if they hadn't connected with this I am source, that God source within them, she said she didn't know what would happen because they were so filled with fear, but they changed the energy of fear, so they attracted instead new good thoughts around them. And this is what life is about. You know, and this is what your I am, the light consciousness, is about, that you have to program it. You have to change it so it is positive all the time. Remember, life is what comes from you not necessarily what is presented to you. I repeat this again, and you should remember it. Write it down if you can. Life is what comes from you, not necessarily what's presented to you. Of course, 
take what comes to you. Accept the good stuff that comes to you. But it's very much how you condition yourself. Because there is usually a choice how we are to handle our situation. So at least give it a try. Right now, if you're listening to this program and you're not well, you have something that is not well about you, change the idea that you have in your mind. Change that thought that goes through your mind day and night. Change the God energy within you and turn that God energy into I am. The light. You remember, if you haven't read my book, Constant Awakening, you should buy it. I mean that Constant Awakening by Helena Steiner Hornstein. And I have an experience in that when the white light told me, do not forget the first commandment. You should have no other gods before me. You know, this is the foundation for my life and for my work. You should have no other gods before me. And once you know that the one who tells you so is this higher energy called I am the light. And once you put I am the light first, I am the love and light, you know, you put that first in your life. Everything changes. Everything falls into place. So replace your fear. Or if you have anger against someone, replace your anger anger, with this, I am the light. So just like this uh, lady, the German lady, Heidi did, she replaced the fear, where they replaced it, but through the action, her action, they replaced that action of fear and replaced it with love and light. And it did work for them. So life is what comes from you. So um, don't just sit back and feel bad about your situation. Wake up and see what you can do about it. Isn't that great? You have a choice. We all have choices all the time. So um, the title for today is um, Train Your I Am for Higher Consciousness. And, um, you know, I regret I gave it that title because (laughs) it's not a training session. But I had just returned from Europe, and this was a couple of days ago, and I needed to put a title together within seconds. So um, since I often speak about I am and I am the light and about consciousness, I thought it would be a good subject, and it is. But then I regret I formulated the title that way because this is not a how-to session. You can, in this moment right now, just kind of condition yourself And begin to train yourself to feel that love and light in your chest. And once you do, you will see that you will look differently at your life around you. Because it's up to you what that is to do. I googled 
the subject, just to see what others would say about I am, you know, and what they had to say. And I got so disenchanted. And actually I got quite irritated, even angry, because I got so many different intellectual approaches. Intellect, all those wordings about I am, and just theories. I am this, and you know, when I am is the God force within each one of us. God energy has absolutely nothing to do with lots of intellectual words and repetitions of sentences, sentences of many great words. The I am consciousness is the unconditional love you have for you and your world. You know, it's not selfish to say to love you. It says in in the Bible, love your neighbor like you love yourself. You know, I was so happy when I saw my grandchild on his Facebook, I believe. He put somewhere, oh, you cannot love anyone unless you love yourself. You know, he's been a good student. <laughs> he has picked that up from me, I'm sure. And I have explained to him sometimes that other kids who were mean and not nice, they were just hating themselves. They were unhappy somewhere. And he took that to his heart. He started to look around and he saw that, that kids who were mean to other kids, they were unhappy. And this is what it is. You have to love yourself. That is the number one. You cannot love yourself through your intellect. You love yourself through your feelings. Feelings. Yes, love yourself through feelings. There is no other way. Through the experience of love. But you cannot just sit and talk about love, love, love and consciousness. I hear this all the time, you know, from those guys who who, who are teaching you how to be happy and well and they just stand there and talk about the love and all the rules they have to follow. And that's not it. So, if you want to train for it, well, the first thing is don't be intellectual and don't be analytical. I have those who are my students and bless them. They're wonderful good and well-meaning people. But they try to analyze. They want to be as good as possible, so they analyze everything they can. And I said, this is not psychology. This is spirituality. We are far beyond that. We are a frequency so much higher than where you find psychology, which is in a boxed-in limitation of intellectual knowledge. When you are spiritual, you are completely free. Yes, you are free, and you speak from your heart, just what I do right now. So, how uh, more do you find your I am? You make 
observations. You look at nature around you and feel for nature at the same time. Tune in. So I would say tune in is the number one thing about being in to find your I am. And look at life look at life around you with love and understanding. I would put understanding even before love because it's about the same thing. The word love has been so much used, you know, we put the word love everywhere on T shirts and on 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 the, you know on letterheads and you know everything on little signs love 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 but once you start to replace that word love for understanding you understand why people are a certain way and that has something to do with unconditional love so understanding and unconditional love that is the combination you have to use. And again, once you have those negative thoughts, throw them out. Throw them out. They don't belong in your life. Get rid of them. Clear, clear. And then do the light, white light meditation. White light meditation is is very quick. You just in this moment take a deep breath, pull down the light over you through your intention and imagine you sit in a ball of light. Ah, do you do that? It's very quick. It's instant. And this is what God is. Instant. Not lots of points of intellectual discussion. It's just right with your wish and intention. So now you are together with spirit through your love and understanding. And now you can send your love. Send it out to the world around you because this is what you are um, meant to do all the time. Send, share your love. And don't be afraid to get that you will empty yourself with love because once you give love, you will always find more and more love. That is a truth. And I'm going to just play that. That you will find more and more love. More and more and more love. Do you hear that? Once you give love, you will always find more and more love. You know, for years I've had a keyboard next to me and I never used it in my shows. And I'm going to do that just when I make a point. So give love and more love will come to you. And that goes also for healers. I know many healers are listening to my shows since I'm a healer myself. And don't be afraid of giving from yourself. If you get tired from that, you are giving from your physical self, but you have to give the love from your I am the light energy. And that will always refill 
like a flow once you give it to others. So don't be afraid of sharing your light. And don't follow those rules that you have been given in a class sometimes. Just follow your heart. Here I have a, a question from Monica in New Jersey. I don't know if Monica is listening. Most people listen to my show through the archives, and that's okay uh, because not everyone can listen at this particular time. If you are in Europe, this is dinner time, and if you are in America, this is lunchtime. So <laughs> if you're out for lunch, well, that's fine. So I have a question from Monica in New Jersey, and um, she has problems uh, not in her actual marriage, but she has problems with her stepchildren. You know, I heard this before, and I've seen it myself from my own experience. And the number one thing is, it's up to the actual parents of those children to talk to the children. Usually that actual parent won't do so because that actual parent is being used by the children who are playing a game you know, bit to favor the father or the mother. So they run back and forth and they kind of want to pressure the one who has now a new spouse. And they play their games to get what they can just for the peace of their peace, you know. They want to get things out of the situation. Not all children are this, but I hear it so many times, and I've seen it for my own self also, not only in my own life, but I've seen it out there around me. So it's not an easy situation, but it could easily be solved if now, Monica, your husband would just sit down with his children and explain to them, that he has now found love and that you all could live together in a situation of love and light. Now, if he doesn't do that, it's up to you. And doesn't mean that you have to go and kind of romance the kids and do things for them all the time. But send light to your enemy, they say. Send them white light. It actually works. You only have to sit there at home right now if they are with their mother or if they are in your house. Just send them light from your room where you are to them. And I know sometimes women have said, oh, I don't want them to have that light. They're so mean, I don't want them to have the light. And I said, no, they're not mean. They're just in a situation just like you are. So now send them the white light, the love and light energy to them. And you know, it works. And I also had another one of my clients who said, I have such problems with my ex-husband. He kind of moves in my thoughts all the time and he keeps on calling me and, and I just don't like to even have him alive, you know, because he bothers me just being there. And he has the new wife and everything else. And he hated that whole idea of having um, a, a, an ex-husband who was married to someone else. So um, I told her again, send some white light to your ex-husband. 
And he said, I don't want to send that good light to that man. I don't want him to feel happy and feel good. No, I don't want, I want you to do something else. And I said, no, it's your choice. You know, it's better for you if you send him white light. For some reason, you are now beginning to condition your I am to a new feeling. So we did that together. We sent him white light. And you know, she didn't have those feelings. After a couple of days, those feelings were good. And she actually communicated with her ex-husband on a new level because they had children also together. And everything healed. So the white light energy is the biggest healer there is. The I am the light energy is your biggest healer. So use it also for your enemy. And that's what I've seen uh, through my experience. Remember, I have done this for a long time. And I'm older than I would say most of you out there. It would be very unusual there's someone older than myself who listens to my show because they don't use the Internet. Ha! Huh. <laughs> So now I had that said, I'm now beginning to play on my experience. I have seen a lot of problems out there. And it comes back to you are the best healer through your I am the light energy. Use it. Use it for your success. Use it for your good health. Use it whenever you can Send it to your enemy. I did that myself now um, earlier this year. There was someone I was really irritated with, and I couldn't get him out of my mind. And I began to send him white light and understand how this woman said, oh, I don't feel he deserves the white light. Well, I sent it anyway. And, you know, I started to enjoy him in distance. And we actually became good friends afterwards. We went out to dinner to, uh, well, a few times. So the white light is absolutely unconditional. It helps a situation all around. So use it. I keep on saying it all the time, but, you know, you should know this. So here, this is how your marriage can survive. So it's your choice. Do you want to feel good or bad? Do you want to feel hatred? Do you want to have that hatred to eat on you and your marriage and maybe make you sick? It's your choice. So then I have another question here from Daisy in Miami. And um, she says, and this is so sweet, uh, thank you, Daisy, uh, I have started to listen to your show and I wish I could hear you more often. Well, they say, I've done this for, what is it, seven, eight years or something like that. And is it that long? It must be. I think so, seven years, six, lots of years. And I used to do it once a week. But, you know, it was getting to be a drag. I didn't have the time. So now I do it on a regular basis once a month. And I hope you can tune in and you can listen to the shows over and over through the archives. Uh, and she says here, I had never had dad ask anyone this before, and certainly not the pastor of my church here in Miami. But I have trouble with what 
uh, that we were created in the image of God. Since Jesus is a white man and he is the son of God, how can I, as a black woman, identify and fit in with all this? Wow, this is such a good question. And I have come across this. I had it not too long ago. Well, it was in America when I had a one-on-one session with a black man. And he said to me, I'm a black man and God is white. How can I be created, you know, in the image of God? And I said, this is what religion has done to you. God, we call God he, but God is not a man sitting up in the sky. We were taught that when we were children. And it's funny, we were taught a lot of things when we were children. We were taught there was a Santa Claus, you know, also, who flew up in the sky with rain behind reindeers and we kind of left that but we never left that original thought of God of a man sitting up in the sky you can change that God is love and light and this is what God is and this is why we have this within us we Have the love and light within us. This is the God within us. We were created from that energy, of that universal energy. And that is what we are meant to to use here on earth. We have been so taken over by religion. They have taught us a certain way to believe. And through the programming, we have been staying with that. I remember way through my childhood and growing up how God is still a man sitting up in the sky for most people, even if they do not quite believe it. But this is how we identify with this higher power. Instead of just replacing now love and light, If you look at the sky right now, just look at the sky as full of love and light. You know, it's filled with air. This is our life force. So you breathe in that air. Breathe in that life force of love and light. Have it coming to you right now. Ah, yes. And now put yourself in a ray of white light and breathe in this love and light energy. You can do this just how many times you want every day. So, Daisy, you are perfect in your creation. You're meant to be the one that you came to be. And God is within you. And you have a chance, like everyone else out there, to use this power of energy for your highest good. For your highest good. And when your pastor talks about God and he and so on, just see that still as just an energy that is love and light. 
and that the whole sky is filled with the love and light. I don't know how the future is going to look like here on earth, but I feel we are going away from this a man in the sky because it's not practical anyway. And I've heard those who said, oh, we send up the rockets that will anger God, you know, and then accidents happen with those rockets. And they say, yes, because you hurt God. You know, from intelligent people, when you hear these things, and even to speak the way I do now, I couldn't really say those things on regular governmentally controlled radio. It has to come over the Internet. And that's why the Internet is so incredible in providing news (laughs) to all of us out there. So know, Daisy, that you have the love and light within you. And this is great. So God is equal to love and light. So now I have another one, Teresa in Germany. And I suppose, Teresa, you must be a little bit more conservative. And from the stuff you said also in your email, uh, that you are a good Christian woman, and that's great. Uh, But anyway, she ends saying, I was surprised to see you were a keynote speaker at the UFO conference. Yes, I was. How come? I thought you worked on a spiritual foundation and not with far-out make-believe ventures. Well, that's the thank you I get from out there, from being true to myself. You know something. Please understand this, Teresa and everyone out there. Earth is just a piece of something much, much bigger. Earth is not the center of the universe. Just as Christianity is not the center of the universe, as is not any kind of religion. What is the center of the earth is the I am energy. And all kinds of traditions and corners of the world have taken that I am energy and turned it into religions. And now men, and I say men, not women. Women were never allowed to be in on this. So now you had a group of men who sat together and created religion. And they said, ah, ha, ha, how shall we do this to make a control of this so we can have this wonderful belief under our heading? So they sat and, and created those rules. Oh, you have to do this. You have to do this. And, you know, you belong to our thought. Then you are better than the others who don't believe this way. And all these little things that turned religion into a very good cause for One war after the other. One war after the other. In the name of religion. In the name of God. God didn't invent this. God is love and light. This was created by power-hungry men. And know that this is what it was. So anyway... 
Why I spoke at that UFO conference was that I feel a very strong connection to that universal energy. And I have been connected with extraterrestrial beings. Why I have all this knowledge is because of my connection. And why they are connecting with several people on this earth is this. This is the only way we can save this planet through people spread out all over the world who are given the truth that we are beings of love and light and that we have forgotten that. We have not been allowed to use that. What I'm saying in this particular session now is so big and important that I'm amazed. It's all channeled to me. I didn't plan on saying all this. The question was there, but I didn't plan on on saying all these things and to give all this information. We are here on earth, not the center of the universe. Although I see so many people believe that, even when it comes to UFO connections, it's somehow that they feel, oh, it's not possible. Because, (laughs) come on now, This is the big universe of uncountable numbers of planets. When I grew up, we had, what was it, eight planets. (laughs) You can imagine what we have now. And to believe that we are the only beings in this incredible universe is absurd. Excuse me for saying so. It's absurd. It's ridiculous to believe we are the only ones living here. But why have they not told us? Well, you know, those beings are smarter than that. They know that our governments are stopping this. My goodness, why do I say all this? (laughs) It's getting to be too much. But it's not, you know, it's too much for the general person out there to to have this uh, particular knowledge. It takes the control away from all of us because we know there are those out there who could control us if they wanted to. But they are so much into no, into giving us the free will and the choice. Now, if you look at this planet Earth, you have different continents. And on each continent you have a different race. Don't you? And we are somehow connected through the humanity. And this is the same with the universe. We have different continents, different stations out there, all with some kind of life on it. And we are all connected. We are universally connected with all and everything out there. So this is going to be a little bit more than I had bargained for in this session today. I have even uh, forgotten to look at my keyboard. There you go. And, uh, oh my, not my keyboard, but my screen. So, we were, not too long ago, 
center of the universe and everything circled and circulated around us. Now we know better. But the ones who say that this was, you know, not so, we were not the center of the universe, they were locked up. They were crazy. They were not allowed to see other people. They were not allowed to speak about it. There's a little bit the tendency now also. The ones who speak out like I do right now, they are being mocked and they're being ridiculed and they are being, oh, you cannot listen to that nonsense because we're so programmed into being and thinking a certain way that we have real trouble going away from it. So, again, Remember, Earth is just a piece of something much, much bigger. We are not the center of the universe. And I also heard that the New Ages now, uh, the ones who are representing New Age, who believe in a life out there, but somehow they still believe that it has something, that Earth is like part of a really big plan, like the center plan or, or the 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 key plan in all this. So we are part of a collective, not only here on this earth as human beings, but also earth is part of a collective. And this is what universe is about. We're all part of this great collective. So then I have a question here from Jill. And she's asking, how do we change the world away from dominance and programming by governments and religions? Jill, this was, <laughs> I can't believe how everything is just fitting together here. And uh, it's exactly what I talked about, that we are being programmed and dominated in our feelings and thoughts and programming by powers to be by those out there who are controlling us one way or the other. And this is what's beginning to break up now in the world. Yes, things are beginning to happen. So, um, again, I would like you to uh, remember that we have something called intuition within us. And that is God speaking to you, I would say. And intuition tells us that there is something more. There is something much more. And there is always a way to that something more. But then comes that intellectual thought, that humanity back and says, ah, I don't know. So what it takes is a change in consciousness begin to turn your feelings within and begin to represent those feelings within and look at your world around them, around you, and share those feelings and that empathy and understanding and that unconditional thinking with your world. Don't be afraid. We are so conditioned and so programmed to fear every moment of the day. So just let go of your fear and begin to feel that you represent something big and wonderful and begin to shine. 
Does it sound idealistic? No. It's just practical. It's just a way. A way as good as all other ways. In fact, a much better way. But, you know, uh, you are the ones to stop yourself. And I have another question here. Uh, Is there a place in the world that you recommend to visit to find God? And that's, again, Tracy says so. So all these American... No, okay, Tracy is also... No, Tracy is from Canada. And um, then I go back go back to my archives, and you will see uh, I have a program about secret sites and goddess now, and that will tell you a lot about you know where to find God. But you find God out in nature. You find God where you are, just in your own happy thoughts, in the light, wherever you are. So once you are in the light, you will always find God. So this took much longer than I thought. Time is about up. I thank you all for listening. And I think this program, you can forward this, or half of it, you know, particularly the the latter half. I like this about the UFO. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to focus a little bit more of because there is a connection between the spiritual and the outside, uh, you know, uh, connection, you know, from other, from out from space. Uh, And I really mean that through our spiritual connection, we will open up more and more and more and change our awareness so much that we will be quite open to life not only around us and understand life around us here on this planet, but also understand life around us out in the universe. I think it's a little bit avant-garde, bring this in, but, you know, I've always been a little bit before my time, a little bit avant-garde and um, in everything. I was so at school, I started to dress, you know, more like you dress today, always before my time a little bit and always daring to speak out and talking about, you know, equality between the sexes and so on. And uh, I I was never afraid of speaking out. And that's why I'm standing up now and um, speaking. And if you start to uh, look at those who speak like I do now, is uh, like um, the Canadian Foreign or Minister of Defense at this, uh, Paul Hellyer, I believe his name was, he is sponsoring this thought totally and is now out in the world lecturing, doing, giving lectures about our connection with space energies, with space people, with uh, those from other cultures, if I would put it that way from other planets. So it's not that I am totally uh, insane (laughs) doing this. Oh, no. I just tell you again that you must realize that this is a world that is just a piece of something much, much bigger. How about that? This earth is just a piece 
of a much, much larger universe. And we are part of that. So maybe this will be the end of today. And please contact me at um, speakingtoyourheart.com, which is my homepage. But also you can contact me through my email, either Dr. Helena Info, DR, short for Dr. Helena Info, short for information, Dr. Helena Info at yahoo.com or Activale at gmail.com. Activale is written A, C for Charles, T for Tom, I, V for Victor, A for Adam, L for Love, and E for Edward. A, C, T, I, V, A, L, E at gmail.com. So, again, and the uh, my page, my homepage, my webpage is activale.com or I also call it speakingtoyourheart.com. So I wish you all a very happy time. I'm back in the United States. I give my sessions over the telephone or via Skype. It works, as you understand, beautifully. And uh, uh, I'm here for you anytime. And um, I don't give my telephone number because uh, uh, that's private, but you get it, of course, once you make a session with me. Anything else, please contact me through email. Thank you so very much and have a wonderful, wonderful day today. Goodbye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.